Travelling the world as a disabled person can be daunting, but it need not be scary. In the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast, you'll get the inside scoop on top tips to seeing the world from a different angle with a fellow disabled traveller. That's me, John Fletcher. In this episode, we're going to head over to Liverpool to see some of the great accessible things that you can do on a visit to Liverpool. But first of all, let's have a delve into the postbag. And this week we've had two emails from two international listeners and followers. The first one came from Mo and she's in the US of A and she says we are an inspiration to her. Wow, <laughs> that's a real nice compliment there. Thank you ever so much Mo, really nice to hear that. Um, and she has bought herself a mobility scooter and she's going to take her first international trip to Mexico City. Now, Mo, you have got me well jealous because that is one place I've always wanted to go to. The other email we've had this week comes from Miranda and Miranda is in Queensland in Australia and uh, she's coming over to the UK. Miranda, can't wait to see you. If you're in Manchester, look me up. I'd be happy to come and say hi and uh, get to know both you and your husband. And uh, it sounds like you're going to have a busy time because you're going to be heading to Hull. You're going to be heading to Dublin. You're going to be heading to London. Wow, you're going to have a really busy time, but you're going to have a great time, I'm sure. And it's good to hear from our listeners and our followers who are travelling the world. It's what we do best. of Liverpool is fast becoming one of Britain's most popular destinations for a city break and it's certainly one of mine. The city has so much to offer the disabled traveller and visitor. It is vibrant, fun-loving and exciting. The city has a great heritage that spans music, sports, history, film and television. It is truly a city that has something for everyone. So here are some fun and accessible things to do in Liverpool. The Cavern Club is probably the most famous nightclub in the world. It was made famous by the Beatles, Cilla Black, Jerry and the Pacemakers and many other Liverpool bands that performed at the Cavern 
and created the phenomenon that was the Mersey Beat sound. Today, the club is still vibrant and it's a great live music venue that still encourages and promotes up and coming bands as well as Beatles and Mersey Sound tribute bands and even the odd famous pop star comes to do a gig at the Cavern. The venue can get very busy in the evening and at weekends and there is an admission charge at peak times. While the front entrance in Matthew Street is not wheelchair accessible as it is down a spiral staircase, if you ask the security staff on the door they will find someone to take you around to the rear entrance which is accessible. Alternatively, if you call ahead, the club management will arrange someone to meet you and assist you. to get to know about the city and its colourful history then one of the best ways to do it is to head to the Museum of Liverpool on the Pierhead. It covers every aspect of life in the city from ancient times right up to the present. It is a fascinating insight into the city and its people. There is so much to see that you could easily spend a day in the museum and still not see everything. There are some fascinating displays covering the music, pop culture, sport, including football and the Grand National, of course, life in the slums and the public transport of the past. The exhibits are easy to get around and are really engaging. The museum was very wheelchair accessible and lots of accessible toilets are around the museum. There is no admission charge to enjoy this museum, though you can give a donation. Special mention should also go to the museum's cafe that serves up a very reasonably priced bowl of Scouse. Of your gin, then a visit to the Liverpool Gin Distillery in Castle Street is an absolute must. I have to admit that I stumbled across the distillery by accident, and what a happy accident it turned out to be. It is a very stylish bar that is very friendly and serves their own home distilled gins, and very nice they are too. There is a copper still in the bar, so you cannot get a much fresher gin. If you are interested, you can learn about how they create a gin through a workshop or tasting that can be booked ahead. The bar is wheelchair accessible and assistance dog friendly too. I am a big Beatles fan. In fact, little known fact about me, 
my first word was actually Beatles. So if you are like me, a Beatles fan, you will want to see the Beatles sites and discover some of the stories behind the songs. And the best way is to experience the Beatles story in a very personal way with Fab Four Taxi Tours. You will be taken on this magical mystery tour of the city in a black cab with your own personal tour guide who will tell you all the stories and get you singing your favourite songs from the Fab Four. So if you fancy singing Penny Lane on Penny Lane, Strawberry Fields at Strawberry Fields or finding out the story behind Elena Rigby, then this is the tour for you. Liverpool has always had a maritime history. Even today, cruise liners still visit the city and can be seen at the pierhead. However, if you would like to know more about the city's maritime history, then you should head to the Maritime Museum. The museum is free to visit and looks at every aspect of the maritime history of the city. There are galleries telling the stories of Lusitania and Titanic. Did you know that although Titanic was registered in Liverpool, she never actually visited the city? However, the city had many connections with the two ships and it tells the story about how these two ill-fated ships were connected to the city. There are also galleries telling the stories of the customsmen, life on board and much more. The museum is very wheelchair accessible and there are accessible toilets on every floor. Most of the video and interactive displays have subtitles or BSL interpretation. There is also an audio guide to most of the exhibits for visually impaired visitors. They also run some relaxed sessions for visitors who have autism and assistance dogs and guide dogs are very welcome at all of the Liverpool museums. kept secrets of Liverpool is the Victoria Gallery in Ashton Street which is in the Knowledge Quarter of Liverpool. I have to admit that until I was invited to an event here I had no idea it even existed but I'm glad I discovered it. It is housed in the Victoria Building which was the birthplace and original home of the Liverpool University. The building was designed by Alfred Waterhouse, the man who also designed Manchester Town Hall and was opened in 1892. It is a very impressive Gothic Revival building with its red brick and terracotta tiles. Have you ever heard the phrase Red Brick University? A term used to describe the Victorian universities. Well, 
This is the building that gave us that phrase. I found the building remarkably accessible. There is a step-free entrance and the Waterhouse Cafe and Gift Shop are on the ground floor and are easily accessible to visitors in wheelchairs. The cafe is a great place for a coffee and cake break or even a light lunch or a full English breakfast. The art gallery, which is on the first floor, has eight galleries, which are situated in the old lecture rooms. One of the real treasures of the Victoria Gallery is they have the largest collection of John James Audubon outside of the USA. He was a 19th century wildlife artist. Currently, there is also an exhibition of Cunard marketing memorabilia until December 2023. These are easily accessible by a lift, although the Tate Hall Museum, which is normally on the second floor, is closed for restoration at the moment, but it will be reopened in 2024. I love this building and the beautiful art gallery, which I thought was a manageable size and not too overwhelming. most iconic buildings of the city is the Roman Catholic Cathedral, affectionately called Paddy's Wigwam by Liverpudlians. This modern cathedral is found at one end of the appropriately named Hope Street. The wheelchair accessible entrance to the cathedral is through the underground car park where there is a lift up to the cathedral. We found once in the car park the route was not very clear the lift is on the left, about 20 metres into the car park. We had to ask a helpful lady where it was. My partner David misjudged the height of the curb in the car park and fell out of his chair. He did a wonderful impression of the Pope kissing the ground, which considering that it was the Roman Catholic Cathedral, was quite apt. Once we had managed to access the cathedral, we found it was step-free access. The cathedral, although quite intimate, is very beautiful. The light from all the stained glass windows is truly spectacular and gives the church a joyful feeling. the other end of the aptly named Hope Street is the Anglican Cathedral. Whereas the Roman Catholic Cathedral is quite intimate in size, the Anglican Cathedral is imposing and impressive. It is the longest cathedral in the world and the largest Anglican church in the world. The cathedral is easily accessed by following the path round to the left where you will find 
a door to a lift that will take you up to the church itself. As you enter the cathedral, you will be struck by the sheer size of it. It is very imposing. I found the cathedral quite easy to get around. There are accessible routes around the cathedral and they are well signposted. One of the most beautiful parts of the building is the Lady Chapel, which was the first part of the cathedral to be completed. You can either view the Lady Chapel from a balcony or access it following a step-free route. All the stained glass windows in the Lady Chapel are dedicated to women of faith and inspiration. If you think the bell tower of the cathedral reminds you of an old-fashioned red telephone box, well, the man who designed the old red telephone boxes also designed the cathedral and used it as the inspiration for the phone box design. Almost halfway between the two cathedrals, on Hope Street, are the famous Philharmonic dining rooms. The Phil, as the locals call them, are more than just a pub. They are a real Liverpool institution that has been a favourite watering hole for many a Liverpudlian. Probably two of the most famous regulars were John Lennon and Paul McCartney of the Beatles. It is a real temple to the Victorian age and to friends meeting for a pint. The decor is typically Victorian and oozes grandeur and has thankfully not been modernised. The fill was built by Robert Kane, a local brewer and designed to look and feel like a gentleman's club. There is a step-free access into the bar and the various dining rooms. In typical Liverpudlian humour, two of the dining rooms are called Brahms and List. The Phil do welcome assistance dogs and we were offered a bowl of water for Georgia, my canine partner assistance dog, straight away and she was made to feel very welcome. The Phil is also famous for something very unusual. The gentlemen's toilets. These are a fine example of Victorian toilets and are actually listed and protected in their own right. If you have any mobility, they are well worth a visit. just a few of my favourite places in Liverpool. It's an exciting city and great fun. The people are always friendly and there is so much to see and do there. So a city break in Liverpool is always a treat. 
Next week we'll be heading across the Atlantic to Miami and Key West to discover what there is to see and do in those two amazing places. So join me then. Well, that's all from this episode of the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. If you did, leave me a comment on our social posts, a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to get new episodes weekly from wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week! The Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast is sponsored by Wheelie Good Travel Company. Check out their website at wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com.